get the comfort and reliability you want and lower energy bills with propane. People across America trust propane to power everything that transforms a house into a home. Premium performance and lower energy bills. Propane can do that. Get free peace of mind with a complimentary propane detector from the Rocky Mountain Propane Association. To request yours or to find a propane supplier near you, go to rmpropane.org. Available while supplies last. This is the State of Energy. I'm Randy Witt along with Tom Clark, Executive Director with Rocky Mountain Propane Association. You can find out more about us by going to thestateofenergy.com. Tom, when was the first time you were introduced to propane where you kind of said, this is a cool thing? Oh, wow. Uh, you know, I grew up in the industry, but um, you know, my one of my, my most memorable uh, moments was when uh, me and my dad converted the riding lawnmower to run on propane when I was a kid for the for a scout project, and it was that was a lot of fun. So that, I remember that one. They had combustible engines back then. They did, yeah. We, you know, we we converted okay. it from steam to to run on propane, <laughs> but it, it worked. <laughs> yeah, he stabled the horses. <laughs> Mine was actually uh, in Foxborough, Massachusetts, at a New England Patriots game because I am a New Englander originally. And uh, I just remember my dad in a snowstorm and he was grilling. And it was the most interesting thing in the world that I'd ever seen because it was just like, okay, we're in a snowstorm. We're at, you know, we're out at Foxborough, Massachusetts. The snow's coming down sideways and my dad's making burgers. That to me is, it's the quintessential propane moment because there's nothing that propane can't cook through. That's right. Maybe underwater, but you know, that, that's being worked on. Nice. And something big that's going on with propane right now, and people need to understand, uh, there's a lot of different fuels and power sources out there that collect a lot of subsidies. They collect a lot of taxpayer dollars to do what they're doing. Yeah. Propane, by and large, is not doing that. They're, they're, we're, we're providing power on our own. But something uh, in the news that just came down is that uh, propane could be the new diesel with a $3.5 million U.S. Department of Energy grant. Propane could be uh, competitive with diesel as a cost-saving, energy-efficient fuel for large trucks and school buses and more. And uh, our fine friends at the uh, Colorado State University, go Rams, uh, the mechanical engineers were awarded $3.5 million and U.S. Department of Energy grants to develop a new high-efficiency propane engine. And they're going to spend the next three years working you know, on, uh, with large manufacturers, developing an advanced combustion strategy for direct injection large propane engines. That speaks volumes when that kind of money in grants starts going through. You just talked about the, the other subsidies that, that other groups get. This this isn't even a subsidy. This is going to a university as a grant. If you look at how much money the U.S. has spent with just Tesla alone, and and not not Tesla's, uh, not the government subsidies that Tesla received, but the government subsidies that the 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 rich people that are buying their old cars have received. They maxed out their 200,000 subsidies at $7,500 a piece. That's $1.5 billion. That, then that's just one portion of their subsidies. Tesla also receives hundreds of millions of dollars. I think uh, 
Q2 report just came out for them and they received 400 million in subsidies on top of all the other subsidies that you get to buy that car. If, if we were able to get a drop of that kind of money for propane, there would, there wouldn't be no Teslas. Uh, that quote of the day, is, there wouldn't be no Teslas. <laughs> That's why Elon's a, a fan because, you know, you got to you keep your friends close and your enemies closer. Right. Look, the, the, the bottom line is propane hardly receives any federal uh, or state subsidies. And if when they do, they're minuscule compared to uh, what the electric industry is getting. And it's massive, massive amounts of money. And it's the, the ROI is just not there. And we've talked about the inefficiency uh, of electricity. Everything it takes to create electricity and how much is lost in transmission of electricity. Do you say 60% is lost just transmitting? Oh, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's over 60%. Yeah. It's, it's, it's horrible. So think about that. You're spending all this time and money to develop, you know, a, a, a bucket of electricity. Think of it that way. There's a bucket of electricity. A lot's gone in to create that. By the time it gets to the consumer, over 60% is lost. Yeah. Just in the transmission of that. It's a huge waste of, of power resources. Uh, propane, when you transport it, you're either transporting it in a, in a pipeline or, or a truck, and you don't lose that. You, don't, you hardly you lose. You lose a tiny, tiny, tiny bit, uh, but it's, it's not even measurable. There's so many reasons why you need to choose propane as your energy source. Efficiencies in transportation is just one of them. And to find out more, folks, what propane can do for you, go to thestateofenergy.com. Get the comfort and reliability you want and lower energy bills with propane. People across America trust propane to power everything that transforms a house into a home. Premium performance and lower energy bills. Propane can do that. Get free peace of mind with a complimentary propane detector from the Rocky Mountain Propane Association. To request yours or to find a propane supplier near you, go to rmpropane.org. Available while supplies last. This is a state of energy. I'm Rand DeWitt. That's Tom Clark, executive director with Rocky Mountain Propane Association. Something else just dropped is the New York Stock Exchange is now removing Chesapeake Energy after their bankruptcy filing. Now, uh, Chesapeake is one of the nation's largest natural gas producers. Um, and now they've been removed from the New York Stock Exchange. Because um, Chesapeake has a long history of scandal, including the former CEO. You guys will probably remember this a few years back. He crashed his car into a bridge and burst into flames and killed himself um, right after he was indicted. Yeah. So think about all the things that have to be wrong for you to want to crash your car into a bridge and kill yourself. And did they really find the body? Like, I've seen some yeah. weird movies. This is, you this know, is where... feeling very Epstein to yeah. me. It just kind of is. I don't know. Maybe we'll see the tapes of this guy and Prince Andrew. Well, what happens when one of the largest natural gas producers files bankruptcy? Doesn't that lead to a natural gas shortage? Um, or price increases? And what, what, do yes. we, what do we make with natural gas? A lot of electricity. So it's like all of your energy. People are like, oh, natural gas. I don't, I don't even use natural gas. It's not that big of a deal. Well, I guarantee you, if you got your lights on, you're using some natural gas because 
A lot of electricity is produced by natural gas. There's so many different things that'll come out of this bankruptcy more than just another company um, folding under, you know, a lot of people blame this on the economy crashing or oil prices dropping. But like you said, these guys have been in, in the middle of scandals for decades. So this is not just a a drop in energy price problem. This is a corporate issue and they're not going to, it's not going to recover well. It's not going to recover well. And now let's, we know a lot of you folks understand the difference between um, liquid natural gas and propane. So uh, let's go ahead, if we can just briefly break down the difference between liquid natural gas and propane. Yeah. So uh, it's one of the things we wanted, we really wanted to talk about today um, was this LNG coming into town here in the Rocky Mountains or expanding here. So LNG is liquid natural gas. Propane is what we would consider a an NGL, a natural gas liquid. So just, you know, you kind of move the letters around a little bit, but we get propane from the bottom of natural gas wells. And we also get propane from some, some crude uh, refining. But an LNG, liquid natural gas, is when they take compressed, they take natural gas and compress it into such a, a high pressure that it actually goes in, it converts back into a liquid. They chill it to store it properly. But what's going on here in, in Utah is an LNG station is being built in Salt Lake City, a 15 million gallon LNG plant here in uh, Salt Lake City is being built right now by Dominion Energy. Why does Dominion need to build a 15 million gallon LNG plant? Well, they they don't have enough natural gas to provide uh, service for all of their uh, customers. So they have a million they have a million customers and they came out and said we don't have enough gas in the winter to provide uh, service to all these customers. So the LNG guys, they framed this up perfect for this to roll out with some uh, legislative incentives that they went into early on and asked for $125 million in rate increases. So uh, they got that approved in 2018. This is this is the Utah state legislation. They got um, they went in and, and approved Dominion to, to spend $125 million um, and then increase their rates so that everybody pays for it. Now, I got a I got a 94-year-old grandma who lives in the city and is using natural gas. She's going to end up paying for this expansion because her bill's going to go up as well. So every, all these million users are going to pay for this. And th- and they said they they wanted to go down into a town, Kanab, Utah, which is a small town of 5-6,000 people and it was probably time for them to get a public utility. That's what the legislators said that that was going to go to. That never happened. They they never ran that pipeline down there, but they still got the $125 million to spend. So what happens next? They come out after they got the legislators to agree that you can spend $125 million, charge the ratepayers for it. The following year, they came out and said, hey, guess what? We don't have enough natural gas to pro- to provide to the customers that we already have. So now we need to build this LNG station so that in the wintertime they can degas the LNG and put it into the pipeline and service the million customers. After that, they said, I went to a meeting with them and they said, uh, 
we're going to run some pipelines into Eureka, Utah. And I said, well, aren't you guys supposed to run this pipeline into Kanab, Utah? And they said, oh, no, we're going to run LNG down there. We're going to truck LNG down there. We just got permission to build this plant. We're going to use this $125 million to plumb the town with uh, with natural gas infrastructure. And then they're going to set up an LNG station to degas and run that gas throughout throughout that community. The, the problem with that is they're competing with propane. So now they got to truck it just like propane does. And eventually, after they get the rate cases and everything settled in, they will go back to the legislators and say, now that we got this infrastructure down there, it's not really cost effective for us anymore. So we need more money so we can run the pipeline from wherever it is, 100 miles down the road, so we can uh, hook these guys up to the main line. That's that's the the trick that they've been doing with this. It sounds like an intentional oops. Oh, hey, by the way, you guys, I know that we got the 125 million, but we can't service the customers we already have. So, yeah, it, it's it's a uh, it, it sounds scandalous to me. Well, there's too many co- coincidences of things that are lining up here that just don't make sense. It just doesn't. It, it you know, it uh, kind of like is shades of the Crow Creek pipeline. It's exactly so the Crow Creek pipe. I'm glad you you mentioned that because that pipeline, the Crow Creek pipeline. If any, if you're if nobody's familiar with this pipeline, it's a pipeline in Idaho that's being proposed to go to Wyoming, and it's the same exact stuff that Dominion was doing is doing right now in Salt Lake. So there there is a town in Afton, Wyoming that has an LNG degassing station. And they're, they pipe the town, and they're all using natural gas through this uh, LNG, this liquid natural gas facility. They came out, and this, this was it put in 20 years ago. They came out and said, uh, hey, this isn't profitable for us. We have to truck this LNG in here. Uh, it's, it's not working out for us. We need to expand this pipeline through the wilderness and, and tie these guys into the main line. Well, Nobody moves to Afton, Wyoming, so they can look at a big scar going through the wilderness uh, so they can have some gas. They, these, these guys were perfectly happy with, with propane before. And these, these LNG guys, well, and Dominion's already east. I mean, they're big. They're a big company. Um, so that's another problem with spending all this money in Utah is there's no pro- there's no profits that are shared here in Utah. I mean, you talk about a, taking out a propane company to replace it with natural gas uh, is is really hard on the local economy because these these propane companies are local guys. They're buying local trucks. They're spending money locally. They got local employees. The profits are local. And a Dominion Energy profits are going to be blown by shareholders on the in the east coast it's not it's not going around full circle like it like a propane companies is again i know we talked about this a while ago but the people by and large everyone i've met in the propane industry they're just solid good people and i don't know what it is i mean i guess maybe it's just there's a core of good people that you know you know spur other good people to get involved um and it just seems like the propane industry is like a cohesive movement where, you know, there's not a lot of infighting and people cutting out, <clears throat> you know, people at the knees to get ahead. Is that a good way to explain that there, Tom? 
Well, there, there's lots of competition in the propane industry, and they seem to work well together. And the the natural yes. the natural gas guys they've got a, they got the corner they got the market cornered, so they don't have to uh, compete with anybody. And they they got all these legislators on their side. They've got big groups of lobbyists, and they're they're trying to put old school technology of pipeline in the ground where propane is. What I call it is like the uh, the cellular industry. We're the we're the we're the cellular uh, of the telecommunications. Propane is we're mobile. We're mobile. We are we are the new technology for gas infrastructure. If you if you're considered a landline like a telephone uh, versus a, a mobile phone, we are no nobody buys a landline anymore. Why do you have a landline? I probably—I mean, I don't have it. It's not hooked up. It probably doesn't work. I haven't—I don't—I haven't had a landline. I—I I, I can't remember the last time I had a landline. Yeah, I really can't. It, most of them don't even work anymore. But we—I think we still. I'm pretty sure you buy a new house and there's, you know, they're still going to run a telephone line. I think I don't know. But anyway, by and large, the propane industry is like you know the advent of the of the mobile phone industry. Exactly, we're next generation. We're clean. We're good for the environment. And people—that's something that people don't realize, and I don't think that propane gets enough credit for—is um, what it does to help the environment versus these other fuels that leave such a heavy footprint that are supposed to be eco-friendly. Yeah, that's that's one thing with the with the natural gas. I, I don't think a lot of people understand is uh, the methane part of the natural gas is some of the worst greenhouse gas uh the worst greenhouse emissions contributor more than carbon uh more they produces more greenhouse gas emissions from the methane than than it produces carbon emissions it's not that great perfect clean gas that that everybody thinks so propane is actually cleaner than natural gas because we don't have that methane aspect That's Tom Clark, Executive Director with Rocky Mountain Propane Association. I'm Randy Witt. Find out more by going to thestateofenergy.com. Get the comfort and reliability you want and lower energy bills with propane. People across America trust propane to power everything that transforms a house into a home. Premium performance and lower energy bills. Propane can do that. Get free peace of mind with a complimentary propane detector from the Rocky Mountain Propane Association. To request yours or to find a propane supplier near you, go to rmpropane.org. Available while supplies last. This is a State of Energy. I'm Rand DeWitt. That's Tom Clark, Executive Director with Rocky Mountain Propane Association. Something else that I like about the propane industry, it's very family-centric. And we've talked about PERC, the Propane Education and Research Council. Um, And they've done something for kids. During this time of lockdowns and quarantines, parents and, and caregivers are looking for outlets for kids. And now the uh, Propane Education uh, Research Council, also known as, known as PERC, uh, has rolled out PropaneKids.com. And it's an interactive online activity center for parents and caregivers of preschool and young school children 
looking for learning opportunities. And it includes games, activities, uh, science experiments for children, and are designed to reinforce the importance of propane safety and education with focus on the farm. You can do uh, virtual farms, uh, create your own farm, play games like Farm Bingo, and spot the difference in colored digital coloring pages and a lot more. It's a great resource if you're someone that's taking care of kids during the day and or night and it's just you're looking for something new during this time of lockdown and quarantine. Uh, something very interesting that's educational is propanekids.com thanks to our friends at Perk. Yeah, that's a great. It's a great little program that they that they put together. It's really nice to get kids involved in an early age. Uh, it's, for, it's got some safety aspects and uh, a lot of these a lot, of, a lot of families use propane for all sorts of reasons, not just grilling. Their whole house or farm or um, business can run on propanes. And we're talking about Perk, uh, an old show a couple of weeks back that people should listen to uh, is when we had the president and CEO of Perk, uh, Tucker Perkins, perfect name for that. Uh, Tucker Perkins was on with us a few weeks back, um, and uh, it's available on podcast right now, and he had tremendous things to share with us. Yeah, we we talked about some of those. Um, we talked about propane kids with, with Tucker, and he, he said some stuff about that. But the way that that kind of helps us uh, engage with kids also helps us do some workforce development stuff and help uh, get some of these younger folks into or younger kids into jobs um, early on. So if you have a, a student that's looking to get into uh, a career in the HVAC, um, you know, because we need service techs to work on propane appliances. Uh, we've got a tuition reimbursement program for Utah, Idaho, Wyoming, and Montana. If you go to a HVAC school, uh, get get certified. We have a thousand dollar tuition reimbursement program to help you get involved in the propane industry. So that's a nice little benefit there that you can take advantage of right now. It's definitely one of these industries that's up and coming. You know, you know, great. You know, hey, how great would it have been to invest in Apple or uh, pick, you know, Tesla, whatever. You know, just on the investment side for your dollar. 15 years ago. Yeah. Think about being able to go back in time. That's what this is right here. This is an opportunity to go back in time. Clean clean energy sources are are moving up um, big time. And I I know that we we getting attacked a lot by the electrification of everything, but realistically, uh, they're they're seeing through this already. There's there's already legislators and policymakers that are saying, "You know what? This isn't the answer." Um, and there's so many other fuels or sources of clean energy out there and propane. Um, we've got lots of it and it's only, there's only room for growth in this industry and we really got to get, get in touch with, uh, with all of all of your legislators and community leaders and let them know that, you know, when, when, when that conversation shows up to your community that we don't just choose one winner. We don't just dump a bunch of money into electric. We got to expand our portfolio into a bunch of different clean energies and propane's got to be one of those. Um, and it's going to be one of those fuels. And we're going to really, uh, we're going to see a lot of, a lot of growth in the propane industry coming up. And, you know, and with the electrify everything movement, it's kind of like that guy you go to Vegas with. And it's like, Hey man, 
I made $5,000 playing blackjack. Oh, that's great. How much did you spend? Well, I spent twenty thousand, <laughs> but I, I I won five thousand. Okay, so you're minus fifteen thousand. Is that what we're? That's pretty much the electric fi everything movement. Dude, that that is that is spot on. You know, we got a little casino, and we know those guys. I made a, I made two thousand dollars playing slots. Well, how much you spend? Ten thousand. Okay. <laughs> that that is so funny. My my my. Uh, my son just recently turned 21, and he wanted to go straight to the casino, right? He comes home. He's like, oh, I, I won $900. Oh, did you? How much did you take? His, girlfriend, his girlfriend's like, you won it once, but then you spent it all and some more after that. It's like, <laughs> come on. So what? What? how much did you really lose? And then the, then the real story comes out. That's exactly... That, that's a that's a, that's a great one. I like that. I'm going to use that more often. Yeah, yeah. It's like I won five thousand, but then I went to Glitter Gulch. <laughs> Some of you will understand what I'm talking about. Some of you won't. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's just it's a fine example of you know. Look, the world of propane is upside over the next five ten years. I mean, that's something that we should talk about. I mean, what's going on? The projections for propane over the next five, ten years? It's big. Look at it. Yeah. Do your own research. See where it's going, and why wouldn't you want to get involved? Yeah, propane is definitely going to be a leader in uh, in the clean energy sector. Um, renewable energy, renewable propane's coming up, uh, getting bigger and bigger all the time. That's Tom Clark, Executive Director with Rocky Mountain Propane Association. I'm Randy Witt. Find out more by going to thestateofenergy.com. Get the comfort and reliability you want and lower energy bills with propane. People across America trust propane to power everything that transforms a house into a home. Premium performance and lower energy bills. Propane can do that. Get free peace of mind with a complimentary propane detector from the Rocky Mountain Propane Association. To request yours or to find a propane supplier near you, go to rmpropane.org. Available while supplies last.